Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Pastor Mike, good evening. It's half past five. This is update for Thursday, 21st of December, 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates. And the newsmakers in person this evening. Manx Port Security is being stepped up. Unemployment steady for three months. Cozy Nook's three-year lease has been issued. The Sunflower Scheme's been adopted at Ronald's Way. And the Ravens take on Colne tomorrow. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai, Lewis Foster. Fastamai. Manx Care has agreed a pay settlement with unions for the 2022-23 financial year. It says the total consolidated award amounts to 6% plus a £1,500 increase in each pay point. Despite earlier concerns around severe gales, tonight's Manxman sailing to Hesham is going ahead. The scheduled departure from Douglas has been brought forward by 15 minutes to 7 o'clock. 45 minutes, sorry, to 7 o'clock. The overnight return from the Lancashire port will depart as scheduled. And government is yet to receive any of the money it's owed by sports branding company Cube International. The firm's deal to provide Isle of Man TT merchandise was terminated earlier this year. It owed around £220,000 to Manx businesses, including more than £100,000 to government. In the latest international news, at least 15 people have died and dozens are injured after a shooting in central Prague. Specialist teams are sweeping the area for explosives and have evacuated a university building. London Euston Station has reopened after strong winds from Storm Pier damaged overhead wires and disrupted all services. There's major disruption across the UK as fallen trees block lines. And a UN-backed organisation says the entire population of Gaza, around 2.3 million people, are facing crisis levels of hunger. It says the proportion of households in Gaza affected by high levels of acute food insecurity is the largest ever recorded globally. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more at 6 o'clock. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's private client team. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Garamaya, thank you, Lewis, from the Ronald's Way Met Office. Uh, strong to Air Force winds in the North Irish Sea. State of Sea is moderate or rough. And this evening on the Isle of Man, less windy than it has been. Patchy rain on a strong westerly through the night. Minimum temperature is 8 degrees Celsius. And for Jehenya, cloudy with showers tomorrow on a strong westerly, drying up after lunchtime. Daylight maximums 11 degrees down to nine through the night, so it's really mild. For Jasan, Saturday, cloudy with occasional spots of rain on a strong west-southwesterly up to 11 degrees. And remember, this evening, about 10 to 10, it's the winter solstice. High water in a little over an hour's time at 22 minutes before 7. Low water is 18 minutes after 1 a.m. High tide, 7.17 a.m. tomorrow. And sunrise, 24 minutes to 9. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate.
Security at the Isle of Man's ports will be tightened following growing evidence of criminal networks seeking to exploit the Isle of Man's limited border controls. The Manx government says measures are being developed to combat the importation of drugs, criminal property and weapons. The story from Sean Cowper. The passport, immigration and nationality function will be transferred from Cabinet Office to Treasury, while ports policing is to be reviewed and options to develop improved active controls at seaports are being considered. Changes to private aircraft information logging and wider monitoring of parcel and courier services are also being investigated. A review is underway into the immigration worker migrant route and government is working to extend the UK's Modern Slavery Act to the Isle of Man following recent investigations into organised immigration crime. Officers from the different law enforcement agencies across government are making practical changes to improve security at the island's ports of entry. Home Affairs Minister Jane Paul Wilson says the island can't afford to be complete and must accept there are individuals who come to the island to do harm. She adds that the controls being considered aim to secure the borders from criminal exploitation while still protecting residents' rights to free movement within the common travel area. Levels of unemployment on the Isle of Man have remained consistent for the third consecutive month. With a full story, here's Christian Jones. November's unemployment figures have been released which show the number of economically active people registered as unemployed has remained at zero. 0.6%. The total number of unemployment people here stands at 283 and just under two-thirds are men. However, the International Labour Organization estimates a total of 728 people unemployed and looking for work. Sectors with the highest vacancy rates include medical and health services, catering and retail. Long-term unemployment, which is those who have been on the register for 12 months or longer, is up by one person on October's figure at 24. The largest portion of long-term unemployed people is in the 55 and upwards age category. Geographically, 67% of those out of work live in the east of the island. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. Faster my 24 minutes now before 6. FC Isle of Man will be hoping to head into Christmas with some cheer as they take on Colne at the bowl in the NWCFL Premier Division tomorrow night. The Ravens are trying to halt an alarming run of three straight home defeats. Here's boss Paul Jones on how they're prepared for Friday evening's clash to halt the slide. Just kind of continuing the, the work we've been doing, really. We felt like we had some really good dominant spells in all three of those games and on another day we would have scored at least one goal and or more goals in the Squires Gate game and then send the game off quite comfortably. But when things don't quite go your way when you're on top then sometimes maybe it's doubt or maybe it's just lowering of confidence levels or whatever it might be, you know, it, it kind of creep in a, a little bit and, you know, winning's a habit and it's easier to win when you are winning so you know we just need to keep pushing and keep working on the things that we're asking them to do we, we've spoke about maybe committing some more bodies forward I thought we had some really good possession in, in certain areas of the pitch but there were times maybe we could have been a little bit braver and could have put more people into the box or got the ball into the box I think I said to you also that we're you know not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater either you know we feel like we're progressing and moving forwards with the group and, and sometimes games just don't quite go your way and, and, and we just need to make sure that we focus on what we're really good at on Friday night against Colne and, and put a strong performance together and we'll see where we are at the end. It's been frustrating because everybody in the group sees where we're going and what we're capable of doing and we haven't put the run of games together that we feel like we're capable of or we've had good opportunities to do that and not quite finished it off. So I think everyone's a little bit frustrated and you know that's not a bad thing. It means that everyone can see this potential and sees that we're capable of more than what maybe the league table shows at the moment. But it's how we use that energy and how we use that frustration to make 
making sure it's really really positive and everyone stays together and works hard for each other and doesn't allow frustration to turn into something else at the moment everyone's using their energies appropriately and, and pushing each other to be a little bit better and the frustration is being played out in the main in a positive way and, and it's a really important that we keep that over the weeks ahead a prolific burglar from douglas is back behind bars after breaking into a shop in douglas weeks after he was released from prison in court for manx radio tessa hawley michael daniel burquist of lennox park appeared at douglas courthouse where he pleaded guilty to stealing from spa on the 16th of december the 48 year old used a metal pole to force entry into the shop on cushag road just after 11 30 p.m once inside he stole cigarettes tobacco vaping products a carrier bag and a jar of coffee police arrested him as he was emerging from the store when they reviewed cctv footage they saw him leaving the shop stashing the goods in the bag which he placed in the alleyway before returning burquist was taken to hospital after sustaining an injury to his hand during the break-in at the hospital he told officers i don't believe what i've just done the prosecutor told the court it really was a smash and grab the court was told burquist had been jailed in february this year for 20 months after breaking into a technology shop on christmas day 2022 but was out on license burquist's advocate told the court his client had developed a habit of committing commercial burglaries adding this is something of a cry for help a social inquiry report has been requested before burquist is sentenced at the court of general jail delivery there was no application for bail and he was remanded at the isle of man prison until the 2nd of february Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Uh, the uh, Manxman didn't go this morning, consequently, is still sitting in harbour tonight, 7.45. We'll be going 45 minutes early at 7 o'clock tonight, so the Hump House 11 departure may be closer to a quarter to 11. The overnight departure from Hesham is scheduled for 2.15, back to Douglas for 6 tomorrow morning. Uh, the 8.45. Manxman tomorrow morning to Hesham has now been rescheduled and will depart at 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. You're asked to check in no later than 7.15. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. Port Aaron commissioners have given the owners of Foraging Vintners and Noah Bakehouse a lease of three years to operate out of the Cozy Nook Cafe. Here's our local democracy reporter, Emma Draper. This could also be extended for a further two years with the option of a continuation by mutual agreement. The two companies are applying for the continuation of the beach bar and cafe and a more stable marquee for the courtyard and beach to protect customers in bad weather. The marquee would cover temporary seating and could feature portable heaters and low-level lighting during the evenings. It would also also add a cover to the service entrance as well as some improved seating and temporary benching towards the back of the courtyard would be added. The businesses say around 30,000 people visited the Cozy Nut Cafe this summer and they wish to expand their service. Plans to refurbish the inside front room which could have space for 16 guests with small improvements by adjusting the timber deck from the outside, doing ceiling repairs and installing new lighting could also take place. The planning statement says they're looking to extend the opening times into winter to be able to hold some events and make further improvements to the 
Cafe, with the beach bar open from May until October. Being able to operate year-round would enable the continued maintenance and justify expenditure by the local authority. Noah's and Foraging Vintners have been operating out of the Cozy Nut Cafe for three years, which they say has brought much-needed visitors to the village. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 18 minutes before six, Edinburgh-based Harbour Energy surged today after saying it's agreed to buy the upstream assets of German oil and gas producer Wintershall Dea from shareholders BASF and Letter One for $11.2 billion. The target portfolio includes all of Wintershall's upstream assets in Norway, Germany, Denmark, Argentina, Mexico, Egypt, Libya and Algeria, as well as its CO2 capture and storage licenses in Europe. The Russian assets are excluded. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyKrokol.com. The German flag carrier Lufthansa's ordered 200 aircraft from Airbus and Boeing, valued at more than $9 billion, that's $7.1 billion sterling, split between 80 firm orders and 120 future purchasing options, including Boeing's single-aisle MAX jets, which the German group hasn't ordered in almost 30-odd years as it moves to an all-Airbus fleet for short-haul routes of its main carrier and subsidiaries. The announcement came the same day that EasyJet signed off a 157-plane Airbus order, and a week after Turkish Airlines' record purchase of 355 Airbus jets, securing the European manufacturer a record-breaking year. Both Airbus and Boeing are now practically sold out for the rest of the decade on their most popular models, reports Bloomberg. The International Air Transport Association expects the airline industry to generate record revenue this year, thanks to travel demand recovering steadily post-pandemic. And for a full daily market report, remember RamseyCrookall.com. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets retreated to move higher despite the resumption of the Wall Street rally. The dollar dipped while sterling crosses were nursing losses and oil fell after Angola announced it's leaving OPEC, the Organisation of Petroleum Exporting Countries, and gold gained as US Treasury yields retreated the numbers from Ramsey Crookall. At the close in London, the FTSE 100 is down a quarter of a percent at 7,694. The DAX in Frankfurt down a quarter of a percent, 16,687. A short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrials up six-tenths of a percent at 37,309. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up just over nine-tenths of one percent at 14,914. The S&P 500 up three-quarters of a percent at 4,733. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26.6 cents, one euro, 15.2 cents, and 23 South African and 26.1 cents. In commodities, gold's up half a percent at $2,042 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down a third of a percent at $78.86. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater, from Ramsey Crookall, and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house, of the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com.
Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The Northern Chamber of Commerce says a good relationship with local authorities is key for supporting businesses in the festive season. Keith Dalrymple and Deputy Chair Ramsey Commissioners Rob Cow believe the work to support the town and encourage people to shop local doesn't end at Christmas. A wonderful demonstration of precisely that with the switching on of the Northern Lights. This was a joint collaboration between commissioners and the Chamber. I'm delighted to say that it was a huge success. It was very well supported. But more particularly, it's the evidence of the close working relationship because not only did the commissioners facilitate and enable the road closures, the manning of it, but we brought together probably as many as 10 or a dozen different organizations and groups within the town to assist, voluntarily helping to make sure that it was a success, that it was safe. That couldn't have happened if we didn't have the good relationship, the willingness to work together. It has to carry on going forward. All that we've done is establish that by uh, cooperation and having direct communications, things can be be done and be improved. We're conscious that, that within the Ramsey in the North, we have a whole range of wonderful organizations of businesses that, to use the buzz phrase, sustainability is something we talk about all the time. We have to work to sustain those businesses, enterprises and facilities within the town of Ramsey. Momentum is everything, and Keith has been very good at uh, getting the ball rolling. I think Friday's demonstration of our community was the biggest success. You know, we had so many different parts of our community come together. We've put our heads above the parapet, looked out at what's in our community and engaged, and the engagement back has been superb, and that's all been triggered by the start of this new movement within the Northern Chamber of Commerce. Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300. Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Rob Pritchard. Faster my good evening. Starting with cricket, and two of the Isle of Man's national cricket teams have learned their qualifying pathways for the next World Cup events. The senior men's T20 team will be part of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup Europe sub-regional qualifiers in Group A, taking place in Italy from the 9th to the 16th of June 2024. They're one of ten nations taking part in the tournament, which also includes the hosts, Italy, France, Luxembourg, Turkey, Portugal, Austria, Romania, Hungary and and Israel. Elsewhere, the Manx Under-19 men's squad are set to be involved in the ICC Under-19s Cricket World Cup Europe 2 qualifier, which is taking place in Denmark from the 24th to the 30th of July next year. Eight nations will contest that event, with the Isle of Man joining the Netherlands, Norway, Italy, Denmark, Sweden, France and Belgium. In golf, it's been a positive showing for Manx professional Anna Dawson as she wrapped up her latest Ladies European Tour Q School campaign in Morocco yesterday. The Peelborn competitors' strong displays saw her make it through all five rounds and finish on a total of three under par in Marrakesh. Performances in Q School dictate how many LET events Dawson can take part in next season. The final details and confirmation of that is expected in due course. In football, the Isle of Man FA has recruited a new member to its board, aiming to improve physical and mental well-being in the sport. Ali Vondi joins the organisation as a non-executive director. Her role will include championing initiatives around health and well-being, with the FA saying she will bring a wealth of experience in implementing such strategies. And finally, also in football, we've already heard about FC Isle of Man this evening, and the club has also now announced new dates for two previously postponed fixtures. Their home clash in the league against Ramsbottom United, called off last week, will now be held on Saturday the 23rd of March at 6pm at the Bowl. Meanwhile, their away match against Colm, which was postponed in November, is now pending to be held at the Norrie Stadium on Wednesday the 27th of March at 7.45pm. 
Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway, the 5.25 Logan Air from Manchester was cancelled. Next, it's the 7 o'clock EasyJet from Liverpool, 7.30 EasyJet from London Gatwick, 5 to 8 Logan Air from Liverpool and the 8 o'clock Logan Air from London City. They're all showing on time and just posted a delay on that 8 o'clock Logan Air from London City at the moment. Outbound, 6 o'clock, Logan Air to Liverpool on time, the 7.30 EasyJet to Liverpool on time, and the 8 o'clock EasyJet back to Gatwick showing on time, so just the inbound delay from London City. On the roads, the Hibernia Back Road in Mackles closed for drainage repairs. Bottom end of Telephone Exchange Road in Lax is closed. They're doing some test hole investigations. Phase closure on the Ballakill Ferric Road for water main work in Colby. In Douglas, a section of Switzerland Road's closed for, well, till November next year for construction work and Hillside Avenue through to Circular Road closed till the middle of June next year for adjacent office window replacement in Andrus. Key and Drockard Road's closed in phases for water main work. South of Kirk Michael, temporary closures on the Balalai Road for water main work and off-road the Heritage Trail from Glenlock Campsite at Glenvine to Union Mills is closed for ditching work and tree maintenance. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside! Steps are being taken to make the Alaman Airport more inclusive for passengers with hidden disabilities to discreetly alert staff they may need extra help. The Hidden Disabilities Sunflower Scheme has now been adopted at Ronaldsway but was globally introduced seven years ago in 2016. Airport Director Gary Cobb was asked, uh, are we a bit behind the times? You can't try and do everything at once. The team have been working quite hard on quite a, a number of things and actually it's getting everything ready for it to be able to be done. So we've recently had the security retendering. We've now at the full complement of security officers so that when we offer it, we offer it well rather than offering it and then something going wrong. So I, I think it's putting some of the foundations in place to then be able to, in terms of the actual scheme, it, this is just basically the adopting and formally doing it. A lot of the stuff in here we will have done. But again, now we can publicly go out there and hopefully that gets the public's notice that they can use it and then take us up on the offer. Will this be a stepping stone in making the airport that bit more accessible to those with disabilities? of any kind? Again, the Sunflower Scheme is very good for publicising for hidden disabilities. The team here take all disabilities very seriously. Ultimately, it's an airport, so we have security compliance and, and the rules are there for a reason, and that is to keep everybody safe. So we need to make sure that we comply to the rules because ultimately safety is probably our number one priority. But it's finding a way to reduce the intrusiveness as much as possible. So again, how putting schemes like this in, I think just helps demystify some of the airport. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Cafe Lingo, the group set up in 2016 to deliver free weekly English lessons for those who've settled on the Isle of Man, searching for a new coordinating volunteer. Karen Norton's been in the post since its foundation. She says the group's risen to many challenges before. Huge part of our lives, it became, we started off really small and tentatively. And I think the first lesson we had 
six um, students and 12 volunteers <laughs> uh, but it, it just grew and grew and grew and it's been it has been challenging at times uh, so for instance when the large group of uh, Ukrainians came over um, as refugees how do we respond to that you know we, we were actually in a prime position to help them but it was at a time when personally we were having huge personal challenges to do with health and how we could do the two but the volunteers this team of volunteers they're fantastic they're wonderful people and they're so kind and they pulled out all the stops with us and so we were able to meet those challenges and and approach things in slightly different ways and because it was a different situation so hugely satisfying but challenging too it needs to be somebody to take over who you know is prepared to sometimes have to think on their feet and be prepared to sort of put their head above the parapet a bit in order to to meet needs because that's what we're about to a large extent is is meeting individual needs. The Manx SPCA is urging residents, perhaps you, to think carefully about the realities of owning a pet before gifting one. The charity which cares for lost and abandoned animals says it's cautious about letting people adopt them over the festive period. General Manager Joanna Warburton. We don't have a definitive rule but wherever we detect that an animal may be a present, we wouldn't really be condoning that because taking on a pet has to be a thought through, researched, long time commitment and a pet as as a gift is is generally not in that category. So we have had quite a few people phoning saying, have you got any kittens? And, you know, wanting them as as gifts. We take it case by case basis. How much of an issue is that do you find that come January or three, four, five, six months down the line you see a surge of pets who've been given as presents and are now unwanted? For a dog they may develop separation anxiety all sorts of behaviours that you might not see in that young playful puppy perhaps their biting behaviours may become less tolerable as they get older and the time commitment is a huge factor but actually more than that is the financial commitment and again which is why a pet shouldn't be a gift because the recipient really does have to be able to afford owning an animal and not just the food and the ongoing costs but the unforeseen veterinary costs that are an inevitability of owning a pet and those costs are going up exponentially at the moment so yeah we do see a spike of animals coming in it's not january as such it's as you said it's more often the months after that as the reality kicks in that's it for update not just for tonight but for this year back in the new year thanks to newsreader lewis foster Producer Siobhan Fletcher after the news at 6, Judith Lay with Christmas Archive, Chris Kinley, Greatest Hits at 6. Have a great Christmas, a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2024. W-I-N-T.